Brave New Radio presents a new hot take on hip-hop and pop culture with artists from yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And if that's enough for you, then keep it locked here for That's Enough Podcast with Justice Greg. to the That's Enough Podcast. I'm your host, Justice Greg. Today, I got a very special guest in the studio, my boy Marcellus Davis. What's good, bro? Yeah, what's going on, bro? Chilling, bro. Appreciate you for making the trip. No problem, bro. It's Anytime. definitely... Yeah, man. Um, So, let's start off. Uh, Where you from, man? I am from Passaic, New Jersey. Born and raised. Born and raised. Yes, sir. How'd you start making that. music, man? Uh, I started making music my the end of my freshman year, actually. Uh, me and Freshman Mo- in high school? Yeah. Okay. I went to Pasek Tech, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my Bulldogs, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, me and my boy Kev, actually, he got me more so into it. Uh, we was in math tutoring. Mm-hmm. and uh, Doing everything but math. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Damn right. We was in the back of the class just, like, making yep. beats and just, like, doing, like, random shit. And then, like, there used to be this girl named Vanessa. She was a... I think she was... No, she was a freshman, so we was a sophomore. All right, cool. So when we saw her, bro, she had, like, the fattest ass, bro. You know what I'm saying? Shouts to Vanessa. Yeah, word. Shouts to Vanessa. But we were just rapping about her ass the whole time. Like, oh, dear. Like, the, yeah, I know. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you started rapping? That's literally how we started rapping. Wow. And so, like, one day he came to me, and he was like, bro, I actually, like, do music and stuff like that. Like, he had a little setup and stuff. I was like, word. So I tried it out. And the first song we ever did was uh, the Chris Brown and Tiger song. Uh, I wanna wait till she's gone. That song. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I forgot what the song is called. And you, and like you, you, you like remixed it. Yeah, we remixed it. Uh huh. And then ever since that day is been, I, f- I it was like I actually found something that I actually want to do. Word. You know what I'm saying? Like I joined track. I only did it for the biddies. That was the only. You know what I'm saying? Everything's for the bitches, bro. For real. Like, in high school, it was just for the bitches. That's, I feel you. That's it. I feel you. Shout out to, shout to Vanessa. Yes. Big shout out. Big uh, shout out. Does she know you're the reason why? No, she doesn't. And bro. I'm scared to tell her because... Fuck it. We just, just, you know what I'm saying? Some things are left untold. You know what I'm saying? When I when I get on, I'm going to confess. She might want to check, though, for that. Yeah. Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what made you want to do music, like, full-time? Um, I guess... Through my, my upbringing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm about to get real personal. Mm-hmm. That a lot of people don't know about. Uh, so, through my whole high school years, like, me and my moms was never, like, we was never cool. You know what I'm saying? I always felt like after she had my brother, she paid more attention to him. And that usually happens. But mm-hmm. as life kept going through the years of, like, my high school years and shit, I started to see a lot of stuff going on with her and that she wasn't around. So... I'm a 13-year-old kid, 14-year-old kid, man of the house, you know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to make ends meet. That's tough. She's trying to, like, she had my, literally, she had my grandmother babysit my little brother the whole time. Like, she was just going out, doing what she wanted to do and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. I'm a kid here. I don't have a dad. My dad passed when I was two. Oh, damn. Sorry to hear that, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I can't go to my granddad all the time because... He's he's a you know what I'm saying he's yeah. a old guy he got other stuff to do, so I'm here, 
going through it, bro. Like, my whole high school year, like, I was fucking depressed up to shit. Like, I was like 22, 23. But you would have never, you would have never, like, known that because yeah. I was always, like, around friends and I always wanted to be around friends. I was always helping. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, like, during my high school years, I was, uh, I was uh, helping out in the church and helping kids with the same problems and stuff like that because nobody should be alone during those times, you feel me? Absolutely. So, And that's a tough age for that to happen. Yeah, for you. sure. Like, once you once you see other kids that's, like, younger than you go through that shit, it's like, oh, shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I'd rather put my shit away yeah. because you never know what the next person is going through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So, basically, music was my escape. Okay. You know? So when I ain't have nobody to talk to, it was the notebook. That's tough, man. Before, like, you know, I got money and bought an iPhone and shit like that. That's tough. <laughs> no, yeah, I feel you. Um, That age group is kind of like your transition from, like, childhood to, like, adulthood, like being a man, you know? And that's... Yeah, that's, for sure. That's definitely tough, you know, not having, like, a, like, a father at that time mm -hmm. and having all that pressure on you. So I'm sure that it helped uh, expressing that through your music, right? For sure. And, um... Being a and also like, don't get me wrong, I had friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like at that age, you don't want to talk to those friends about those problems because teenagers are fucked up. Yeah, what they gonna tell you? You know what I'm saying? It's either they're gonna be like, Oh, you should go get help. Okay, but Where? Where? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or it's gonna be like, Oh yo, you're a fucking weirdo. Get the fuck on, like Everybody else, everybody else has problems. You're not the only one in the world. Are you gonna be judged and shit like that? Absolutely. So it's like that's how life is. You unfortunately. know, exactly. Yeah, fortunately, right? But to a to a teenager, that's they don't want to. They they know that innately. They know that, so they just stay quiet and they keep it to themselves. And you can, they can smile in in your face like every day, but when they go home, bro, it's like a whole different story. Like every time I came home. I'll say every day I came home for like six years, it was an argument with my mom over bullshit. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I was like, all right, cool. I'm never going to be home. And I was never home, bro. I was always out yeah. in the street, chilling with my friends or like doing some other bullshit or whatever. Yeah. So like growing up, like for me to be at that age, I knew a lot of shit mm -hmm. that the average teenager wouldn't know. Shouldn't know. And yeah, shouldn't know at all. You know what I'm saying? So as an adult, I react to certain shit like it doesn't phase me because I already been through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know adults that's going through what I went as when I went through as a teenager. Now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like You kind of matured like early. Yeah. You were forced to. And it, it's kinda like a gift and a curse because people see it now as an adult, people see it like, oh, you're mad cold hearted and blah 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 blah. I'm like, no, bro. This is how you got to go about it. There's certain shit in the world you shouldn't give a reaction to. Because once you do that, that's going to fuck up your mentality. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I think, I mean, I'm sure that's a blessing for you, though. Because now, like, how old are you? I am 25. 25. You, you, you know, you're pretty young. And you probably know, like, a lot of shit that most 25-year-olds wouldn't know. For sure. You know, you probably, like, got, like, the maturity of, like, let's say, like, a 35-year-old or something. You know? So, like, at least you have that to your advantage. Right, right, right. You feel me? Uh, so, who did you who did you grow up listening to? Um, like who were like you, you think your favorite rappers or, or like yo the crazy artists? yo the crazy thing is, bro, I didn't even grow up on rap. 
Really? I grew up on rock music and alternative and like jazz and blues and shit like that. Really? Yep. Cause my grandmother, since I was always always, I'm a grandma's boy. I don't give a fuck what anybody say. I'll fight you. <laughs> <laughs> but growing up around, growing around, uh, growing up around my grandmother, she was always listening to like BB King, and all of them. You know what I'm saying? So, Temptations. Uh, I watched Five. the movie Five Heartbeats like five million times. My mom was always like when we were cool, like when I was little, when I didn't even know what the fuck was going on. Uh, she was always listening to R and B. So you had Jagged Edge, you had Smokey Robinson, you had Usher, you had John B, you yeah. had um, SWV. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the only time I listened to rap, I think the first rap artist I ever listened to was Will Smith. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's when he was doing the, uh, you know, when every movie he did, he did like a music video at the end. Yeah. That was like the first rap music I ever listened to. And then as I got older, I started, uh, I say like from third grade to like forever, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To Well, to now, it's been alternative music. I was always listening to Panic, Panic at the Disco. You had your Linkin Parks. You had your Hooba Stink, you had uh Shooters What I Aim For, Fallout Boy, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what wow. I that's the music I grew up. I ain't really start listening to rappers until like sophomore year. And I think the first rap I ever lit well, I don't know if fifty cent really really counts as a kid, does it? Yeah. Does it? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I used to listen to fifty, but I got my ass beat. <laughs> listen, listen to fifty cent? Yeah. Okay. So as far as like music, I started listening to was Tech Nine. Tech Nine is fire. That's like when I started really getting into music and started learning and trying to learn how to rap. Mm -hmm. I was listening to Tech Nine. I know that's crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because Tech Nine is crazy with his flows and how he raps. Ridiculous. And his style is wild. But um, Tech Nine was the first rapper I listened to when I started music. Wow. So, so you name like a lot of uh, a lot of like a really diverse group of people you just named, you know, yes, from, from different genres. And it's interesting that you said you, you didn't really, really get into hip hop till sophomore year, but you said you started rapping like mm -hmm. your freshman year. So mm -hmm. was rapping something that just like kind of came to you? Um, yeah, well, I always done poetry, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So that has like a case to it, but it was just something like, I just was like, fuck it. I'm gonna just try it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then when Kev came and it was just like, yo, he he really was just like, yo, you could really, you know what I'm saying, yeah. do this. It was like, all right, fuck it, you know what I'm saying. He uh hooked me up with the little, you know, the little uh the little ex the computer joint that had like the little mic right here. Yeah, that's that was my first mic. Wow, and that's what you used to record on. And I used to record wow. on that and Audacity, the little program joint. I'm sure the sound quality was trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that shit was trash. But at that time, that shit was the greatest thing in the world. Hell yeah, you know what I'm saying. But came a long way. Not yet, for real. Um, I asked you when you started listening to hip hop because, um, listening to your music, you have a very like kind of like dr like trippy, druggy mm -hmm. sound. Mm -hmm. Um, I was wondering if you took any inf influence from um like DJ Screw. Or, like, a lot of Houston artists or even, like, Travis Scott. Yeah, yeah. Because you do have, like, a similar sound. Travis Scott, definitely. He's one of, like, anybody, you, any of my friends would tell you, like, Travis Scott, Tory Lanez, The Weeknd, Party Next Door. Mm -hmm. uh, mostly, like, older Toronto niggas. Mm -hmm. You feel me? I like that style because it's, it's, it's like a grunge, emo, 
rap type of yeah. rock starish type of vibe. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like a like dark. Yeah. Kind of. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like the way I make my music is like I mask I mask my deep emotions over trap beats. I guess that's what they're called now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm talking. I could be talking about like death. But everybody's in the party like, yeah, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? So that's like the trippy meaning behind my music. Like, yeah. yes, I can go here and make like a booty banger and all types of shit. Mm-hmm. But when it comes like to the nitty gritty and like what I actually do, that's the type of music that I make. Word. No, yeah, I feel you. Uh, and you do have like a like like you said like a kind of like a new sound. You mm-hmm. use a lot of trap beats, you know, and you, you use a lot of auto tune. But something that I enjoyed about your music is that you can like really rap too. Yeah, 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 yo, yo, I don't know why, but, like, like, people, people don't think I can rap. I'm like, bro, yeah. before I, like, got into, like, before I got into autotune, like, heavy, like, bro, I, that's how, like, I wouldn't be doing this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mastered how, how to rap. Yeah. Before, like. I think that, I think that needs to come first, because I think that uh, this generation, uh, I think rap, it, it started with lyrics. Lyrics was the main thing. It was just right. lyrics. It was lyrics right. to a beat. Now today, I think that lyrics aren't the most important thing anymore. I think that not only the beat but flows have like right. overcame like like right. bars and wordplay. Yeah, like that's that's another thing too. Like, yes, I like my melodies. Yes, I like my flows. But when it comes to game, I, like you can listen to my music and I still have a I still have a meaning. I still have a statement to it. Yeah, whether it sounds like the new wave or like some old type beat. And, like, I train myself to do that. Like, I can go on any beat. Like, you give me any beat, any pop, any hip-hop, whatever, rock, whatever, I could do it. You know what I'm saying? But like you were saying, yeah, nowadays it's all about the melodies and basically yeah. what the beat sounds like. And, mm-hmm. it, and it sucks because people out here really be saying shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it sucks because I know a lot of people, especially me, I hate when people, the first thing they come to you and they, they, like, they like the song, it was like, yo, that beat is fire. I'm like, okay, but did you understand what I was talking yeah. about? You know what I'm saying? So I realized you 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 gotta move with the wave. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But don't sell out. Yeah. And what I mean by that is like stay stay modern, but still keep your style. Absolutely. Because like um I think I think J. Cole has done a pretty good job of that, like this year. Definitely. At least. Where like before he was seen as kind of like corny, mm-hmm. I would say, but I don't think he was corny at all. I think that he just he really spits. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but he found a way to like kind of he he kept his sound, but he made it likable to like the the newer the newer, the newer yeah, 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 for sure. The same thing with uh same thing with Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? Like absolutely nobody nobody would have ever thought Kendrick and Rich the Kid would make a song, and it would go. Crazy. crazy it was fire new freezing fire. and everybody is singing you know what i'm saying yeah. like he didn't he he understood what rich the kid does mm-hmm. and he was like all right cool i'm gonna just put my twist on it you Absolutely. know what i'm saying and then that, that's what i've always thought like when i would hear like songs from like Lil pump and mm-hmm. like you know like like i don't want to say soundcloud rappers but you know you know no no I, mean. I get you i get you you know, I, I, I fuck with I fuck with that kind of music, but then I'd hear those. I think that they had like the best beats. Oh like, yeah, for Lil sure. Lil Pump, Ski Mask, they, they had the yes, best they beats have the in rap. Best beats. Absolutely, it's Chief it's, Keith. Yo, Chief Keith has the best crazy. beats in the world. I don't Ridiculous. care what anybody says. 
But then I would hear these beats, and then I'd be like, yo, I just imagine Kendrick or Cole on this shit. You know what I'm saying? They or like ASAP or something. Yeah. Well, th- that's why I'm a big fan of Rocky. You know, you because he's like a, like a combination of both. Right. You know I mean? Like, he could really rap, but like, his beats are insane. Right. Uh, So, you have a... Uh, you know, you are a rapper, but you also have kind of like an alternative sound. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of your songs are actually categorized as all, like yes. alternative. Yes. So do you consider yourself a rapper or like an artist or do you think like your music like a perfect mix of like the two? Um, Yeah, I'm an artist. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, like you said, it's a, it's a mixture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like I said, I grew up on mostly alternative music. So I had to find a way to, you know what I'm saying, how can I how can I bring this and this together yeah. in, a, in a sense? And then on top of that, like, I could really get in my jazz bag, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why I start to really, like, do my spoken words on certain songs and shit like that. And a lot of people like that, you know what I'm saying? Even, like, I hang around spitters, yeah. you know? Like, I, like these niggas like to fucking rap forever. And I'm like, that's cool, but that's not my style. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But if you if I need to get in that bag, cool, I can do it. It's not a problem. But um, yeah, like I just I I just had to sit down, literally sit down with myself. I'm like, yo, I had to be real with myself, basically. So I'm just like, you're not in the streets. But you've been around the streets. You like white boy music, mm-hmm. but you're not a white boy. <laughs> How can you bring these two together, basically? Yeah. So I had to figure it out, and then it happens. This is what this is what you got. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely important, uh, especially in today's rap. You know, because at the same time, even I think that lyrics are important, mm-hmm. but you can't have just lyrics anymore. Correct. You you gotta. I think that that's not gonna hold people's attention. Correct. You know, I think you you do have to. I think it started with probably, you know, like, Cuddy and Drake. Yeah, for sure, bro. Like, this this new age, bro, is, like, I see it all the, all the time. Like, a new album can drop, and it can be the best album. And people talk about it for a week. It's on the next, to the next week, it's gone. It's insane. Like, Tory Lanez just dropped tick, Chicks Take Five. Which, which was fire. Which is fire. But I, I remember when he dropped his first one, and then all the other ones came. And, like, I remember being, like, psyched for all of them to come out. Yeah. And, like, okay, he dropped Chick Stick, like, what, last week? Last week, two weeks ago? Almost two weeks, right? Yeah. I hear nobody else talking about it. You it's know what I'm saying? the next thing. You know, The weekend dropped us on today. Exactly. So it's on Let, to that now. Let's see, let's see how long that lasts. Probably yeah. till I give it till... Monday. That shit was fire though. It's yeah, yeah that shit. He was, was talking fire. shit on that. I don't know who broke his heart, but he, Yo, he somebody. Went, it was somebody. <laughs> he went ham for real. But that's the thing. Like it's so, uh, the attention span, man, is mm-hmm. is is gone. It is. But when we was coming up, like we had mixtapes, we had to literally figure, like, find out that a mixtape dropped by word of mouth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we had to go to like the uh, oh uh, what uh what's that? The um DJ shop in Pasig. Uh I can't think I think of. I know I know what you're talking about. I think I, yeah, you know what I'm saying. We had to go there to find mixtapes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I missed the mixtape era so exactly bad. like the so no bad. ceilings and shit like yeah, that, you man. know. But now it's it's digital. Like you can go to Apple Music, Spotify, find everything. And find everything. You don't even gotta buy, pay for it. For real. You know what I'm saying? It's insane. 
Um, I, I think another problem with today's rap is a lot, everyone kind of sounds the same, you know? Yeah. So do you think that having like a mixture of like alternative and hip hop, do you think that adds, do you think that's important to you and like adding to like your uniqueness? Yeah, for sure. Because, uh, yo, literally no shit. When Juice World uh, dropped, I saw the video before he dropped and I was like, damn, this nigga doing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? And then when he dropped, I had my homeboy, my homeboy Bracey hit me up. He was like, yo, why this nigga sound like you? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's just how the game is. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's someone out there in the world doing the same thing you're doing. Absolutely. And yes, you can be mad or you could just find another way. Put your own spin on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the way niggas is making money now, like, you can, you don't even have to be in a spotlight to make billions of dollars. In the music industry, bro. It's true. Like, you can literally be independent or find, like, a sub uh, record label and make mad money and collab with all the, like, uh, commercial artists that you hear now on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Like, if 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 I would want to do that, I would want to do that. Yeah. Just like, uh, who does that? Uh, Currency does that. You don't hear Currency on the radio. Yeah, you really, not anymore. Make, exactly. But he's still making, who, I think he makes like 30 racks a show, bro. And this is like little venues and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And he's making, he he's collabing with like Wiz Khalifa still. Like all, all, like all the people you hear nowadays on the radio. So it's just like. Word. Yeah. Like so some I mean, you, you could definitely make money without like the fame with it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so let's talk about like the music making process. Okay. Um, so do you, do you, do you make your own beats? Sometimes. Sometimes. So yeah. like sometimes you work with other producers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like when you're making beats or when, like when you're working with producers, mm -hmm. what do you usually look for in like beats, like beat selection? Um. Like it depends on the song? Yeah. Cause I go, I go off like what I'm feeling. Mm hmm So one day I'll probably be like, uh, I'm feeling dark trap right now mm -hmm. and so producer will be like all right cool they'll have a just okay dark trap uh we got gucci travis what was this dark trap uh my boy anders he's an artist out of um toronto uh manila gray stuff like that so he like most producers that i work with they already have the presets you know what I'm saying? They already know my style yeah. when it comes to, like, that and stuff like that. So it's just, it's real easy. Do you prefer, like, you know, making a beat or finding a beat and then writing to it? Or do you prefer, like, you know, like, you write a song and mm -hmm. then, like, you try to find the perfect beat or make the perfect beat to fit? Nah, like I'd rather have the... If I'm... I'd rather have the beat made or I'd rather be with the beat maker mm -hmm. and just, like, working it on with him. Yeah, and like right to the beat. And right to the beat. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I know how I, I know how I am. I I can't like I could write a song, but I'm gonna stop eventually because I'll just keep writing until yeah the pen dies out. No, yeah, I feel or it. my hands just get tired. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it won't really have like a it'll have a scheme, but it'll get off track here and there. So yeah, I gotta yeah. have like something in my ear. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I feel you. Uh, so you recently just dropped a four-song EP called Druggy Buddies. EP, yes, right? sir. 
Um, and you had a common theme throughout the project. Yep. It was just like, you know, women and drugs. And drugs, yeah. Basically. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> the gist of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, explain the the creative process behind, like, the project. Um. Okay, so Druggy Buddies and Bloody Scars I made in 20... Last year, last summer. Druggy Buddies was, like, the single kind of. Yeah, yeah. I made those. I made those two. Those two songs last year. Uh, Bloody scars is actually very personal. You know, just me going down crossroads, uh, trying to figure out life now, where I'm at in life, where I'm at with music, the shit I've done with people, the shit I've seen be done, the friends I've lost, the new friends I made. Mm-hmm. That's ba- basically what Bloody Scars was about. Uh, Druggy Buddies, which. It's gonna be pop like that's some, like it still has so much potential, you know what I'm saying? It's a banger. And like you don't know how many people was asking me to like put it on everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, it finally happened. So uh Druggy Buddies is literally about a, a female friend who was going through it basically. So it was me just putting myself in her shoes mm-hmm. and like when I was making a song, I, I, I see the visual first. So basically, the visual is me. I'm at home, whatever. She hits me up. She's like, yo, can't do it. Blah, 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 blah. I'm about to end it. Such and such. I'm like, yo, hold on, hold on. I'm coming over and shit. Mm -hmm. So I pick her up, whatever. And then, like, I ask her, like, what's going on? And then, like, in a video, she's like, try this. So it's like a drug, whatever. I do it, and it's basically... Me entering her life, you know what I'm saying, and understanding like what she was going through. So druggy buddy, so that's what I'm saying. She my druggy buddy. She mm-hmm. my druggy buddy. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So now me and her are like together, and I'm like fucked up on what she's fucked up on, and it gives me a better understanding. Like, oh shit, I would have never known that. You know, you was messed up. Like, yeah. imagine if she hit me up and I never picked up. God forbid. It's tough. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so coming back, I have a crazy beat, but it's really a deep yeah. beat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's what that's about. And then, Pop the Perk. That's just about Pop the Perk. Pop the Perk, yeah. Mm-hmm. Going crazy. And then, Growing Pains. That's that's the song that caught a lot of people off guard because that's some real shit. Mm-hmm. Basically, I ain't, I don't, I don't really have to, I don't think I got to expand on that. Like, yeah. Growing Pains is just like, the everyday life, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That that song caught a lot of people off guard. Definitely go check that shit out. Uh, when is it coming back? I yes. mean, by, by the time this is out, it'll be out. It'll be out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be out this Friday. So after y'all, st- like, finish dieting from Thanksgiving <laughs> feast, it will be out. And you guys can turn up, get lit, and stay safe at the same time. Word. And uh, so you've been pretty busy this year. You dropped some other projects. You dropped uh, yes, sir. Crossroads was in January, right? Yes, for my birthday. Yeah, yeah and then uh, Marty too, right? Yes. So, what do you think? What do you think was different between this project and like your past projects? Um, Druggy Buddies was more so a fun project, mm-hmm. though it still had meaning to it. Yeah, it was uh, showing how far I came, what I've been doing since those projects I've done, because like through that whole process, I've been dropping like mad singles on like soundcloud and uh being mad features like i i, I probably did like over 200 songs this year 
Yeah, you've been busy as hell. You know what I'm saying? And these are features like overseas features. Oh, word. Yeah. Word, that's Not to up. sound like cocky or anything. No, yeah. Not a flex, bro. Flex, flex. You know what I'm saying? But shout out. Oh, yeah. Shout, before before I go on, shout out to my management. Good looks. You know my. You know what I'm saying? Bren, mm-hmm. uh, my niggas out of uh, Canada. That that's who. Chase that's why I was just that. like I was you just about I mean? to ask you about that too. Yeah. Um. So you signed with uh, Good Looks Management in, like September, right? Yeah. Uh. So like, explain like how how that came about and like how the relationship has been. Um. Uh. Do you know Natalie uh, Federal? I think I follow her Instagram. Yeah. Shout out to her. Mm-hmm. What's up, Nat? Um. So she did a she did a uh what's some shit called? She writes like articles. Yeah, articles. There we mm-hmm. go. I'm sorry. Uh, she did an article on my homeboy Chase, and then she did an article on me, like, I think around the same time. And um, out of nowhere, Chase hit me up, and then he was like, yo, fuck with your sound, shit like that. I was like, yo, fuck with your shit, too. He was like, yo, we should do something. I was like, all right, cool. I hit you up, you know, yada, yada, yada. He hits me back. He's like, yo, I got a couple beats if you want to do them. Just pick whatever one you want and, like, you know, do your thing. I was like, all right, cool. So I picked, I picked this beat he sent over. <clears throat> And the song now is called Bust Down. All platforms, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I did my thing. I sent it back. He loved it. And that song is like everyone's favorite. So now I get like so much love from Canada. I love you guys up there. You Boy, know that's what what's saying? up, bro. I'm going out there to uh, to open up for 88 Glam in the end of January. So yeah, that's, that's how up. that happened. And then like uh, since he, he was already... Uh, being managed by my manager, uh, Bren, the owner of uh, Good Looks. And then out of nowhere, he hit me up. Just like out of the blue, he was like, yo, I heard good things about you and stuff like that. Would you like to like be down with the uh, the crew? I was like, hell yeah, you know what I'm saying? Let's do it. That's tough. So, and ever since then, it's been a straight shot. They've been... They've been looking out for me for like the long, for like since then. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of songs coming, a lot of collaborations coming, and I can't wait to finally get out there. You know what I'm saying? I think something that a lot of New Jersey artists struggle with is they stay New Jersey artists. You know, like, you know, they're, they're nah, famous. For sure. They're famous around here, but that's as far as they go. You know, so it's good that you're you're branching out in other countries. For sure. You know what I mean? That's what's and up. The, the crazy part is, like, bro, I just moved back up here like two years ago. Yeah, you were telling me. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the reason why I came back up here because I knew North Carolina. Like, I love North Carolina. I got people down there. I do music with all that. But I know down there is mad slow. You know what I'm saying? Like, you literally had to... It's definitely different up here. Yeah, like, I had to pull myself out. And ever since then, um, these past two years, uh, uh, a year and a half, uh, I started literally getting paid for my shows now. Thanks to my homeboy, uh, Scott Morris. You know what I'm saying? He got his own thing going on called More Bookings. He's out of New York. So he found me. And ever since then, he's been helping me get shows. Like, I probably performed in Brooklyn like 20 times already, bro. Word. And I got a little fan base out there. So it's cool. So I didn't I didn't come up here for no reason. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people was like, yo, why'd you move back to New Jersey? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro. I couldn't do nothing in North Carolina, so I'm gonna see what I did up here. And like, like I said, this whole year and a half span, bro, it's been fucking wild, bro. Like with music, mm-hmm. and music especially, it's been fucking crazy. And like, my Soulific Records crew, them niggas is going crazy. So, 
it, I, bruh. <laughs> yeah. I'm just excited. That's you what's know up, what I'm bro. And I'm not a nigga to like speak about my blessings because like a lot of niggas like to speak negativity to that shit. You got to though sometimes. Yeah, true. But that's always been me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm always quick. Like, you're going to see it when you see it. You feel mm -hmm. me? Like, I'm not going to talk about it too much. Like, when you see it, you're going to know, mm -hmm. basically. So, it's a lot of a lot of shit going on, man. That's what's up, bro. On. Yeah, yeah, you def you definitely busy. Um, but we're entering a new decade soon. Yes, sir. We went in 2020. So what's what's next for you? You know, you got new albums, new songs, yes, new sir. shows. You got anything coming up? Uh, the Canada trip. That's that's oh my god, bro. That's I'm just mad excited. Yeah. That's like to start off the new year. Perfect. Perfect, bro. And then like me and my bro uh Villa got videos coming. Which is about to be stupid. Mm -hmm. We just shot one of his videos a uh, couple, I think, uh, last was it last Saturday? Well, Saturday just passed, but one of his videos turned out amazing. Uh, just more, well, I got my passport, so I'm doing more traveling. You know what I'm saying? Word. So it's about to be lit, bro. It's about 2020 is looking really good, bro. And I'm driving my work. I'm working on an album now, like a, a official album that's gonna be on all platforms. Oh, really? Uh, it's called "Sometimes Doves Die Before They Fly." Interesting. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you know, like doves is like the symbol of like greatness and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But think of Lil Snoop. Yeah. He was a dove, but before he can, yeah, you know, take off, he got he got sniped, which is fucked up. May he rest in peace. Damn, bro, that's deep. You know what I'm saying? That's hard. You feel me? I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna look out for that. Appreciate um, you. Definitely stream all all his music everywhere. Apple Music, yeah. Spotify, all that. Title, uh, SoundCloud. Sound, yeah, all that shit. All that shit. Marcellus bro. Davis. Yeah, def go stream that shit. Um, something that uh I've been wanting to talk about on this show, and I'm glad that I have like an, an artist here to talk about okay. with me is um, this decade a big thing has been sh uh, not just social media mm -hmm. but streaming. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. And I think that um, the music industry is definitely uh, way different. Than yeah, back it's. Day. I'm still learning it. Well, I'm learning the new ways of how that shit works now, because it's so fucking weird. Like I'm still learning how that streaming shit works. Yeah. Because I don't know how many streams you have to be qualified to be, you know, like win a Grammy or yeah anything like that. Only thing I rem like I know for sure like. To to submit something for a Grammy, you only have to have a project over an hour, and it's crazy. that's it. And then like the Grammys, they have a board mm -hmm. of like different engineers, producers, and stuff like that. They could be like all country motherfuckers, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But that's how the Grammys work. They have unknown niggas that are, you know, grading different songs and albums and. Projects I definitely want to know like who's that, in that. Who's not? That Yo, committed. for sure. Cause like they be they be bugging sometimes, and it's like, like uh, I know, uh, it was it's not part of the, the Grammys, but Post Malone, he like I love him as an artist, but he just won an AMA uh, award for best rap for album. best rap album. I'm like, bro, he doesn't rap exactly. That's exactly my point. I don't think that he should be categorized as like hip hop. But I also think that uh, they should make subgenres for sure, for because sure. like. Post Malone should not be in the same category as J. Cole. At all. And who should not be in the same category as Playboy Cardi. At know? all. Yo, at <laughs> all, Those are bro. three completely different artists. At all. That, that shit blew my mind. I know Post Malone was just like, bro. 
Well, thanks, I guess. Why the fuck do I have this? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, how the music industry works nowadays, bro, it's it's scary. It is. It's scary. And I think that what's really crazy is now, uh, like, physical copies, buying physical copies is kind of, like, obsolete now. Word. And that's the sucky part because I remember as a kid, bro, that was... you. You remember uh when uh when Cuddy dropped what was not nah, Man on the was it Man on the Moon three? Man on the Moon when like in two thousand like ten ish. Yeah, that was probably Man on the Moon two. That was two. Mm-hmm. Was marijuana on that song, on that on that project? Yeah, I think I think so. I think you're talking about two. Yo, when that project dropped, everybody was at Target. Mm-hmm. That I was, was like a at big t- thing. yo. I, I miss that feeling, you know what I'm saying? Just going and buying a CD and listening to it nonstop, you know what it's I'm saying? It's obsolete. Now it's like it's basically all streaming because, like, look, we've seen, like, like in January, A Boogie dropped his album. It only sold 823 physical copies, that's and wild. it went number one on Billboard. See? That's, How crazy is that shit, bro? That's wild, So bro. it's basically all streaming. That shit is wild. And the thing is, artists don't even get paid that much. Like a billion streams, or is it is it a billion or a million streams? Is like eighty stacks. I think an album sale was like, like a thousand streams or some wild shit like that. I don't even know. That's, though. Yo, that's crazy. It's ridiculous. That's bro. wild. That's why a lot of artists, the the only real money you can make is through merch and touring. Touring, absolutely. That's that's why you've seen like people like Travis Scott. People got mad at him because he included uh, bundles on his website. Like if you buy the physical album, you get mm-hmm. a shirt. Yeah, you know, and like that's niggas like, want, niggas want the shirt, so they're gonna buy the bundle. Word, and that counted to his streams. You know, I I think that's smart. It is. I think they um they just they, oh damn. I think they just uh passed another law about that too. Like I think they upped the price by like three dollars, and they, and I think they stopped it as no more streaming. Oh shit! Really? So they like bumped up the price and then like stopped that shit. I'm not wow. too sure, but I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast and they were talking mm-hmm. about it, stuff like that. I was like, was it Nikki and Travis just going? Yeah, they were beefing back and forth that, about that. But she was just salty that uh, his shit sold more than hers. Of course, like, come on now. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's what happens. Word. Tra- this is, is Travis Scott is in now. Like Travis Scott has last a year, cult, bro. That was his year last year for sure. Like he was that nigga like the whole year. Ash like. Coming coming back with Astro World after what was that? What was, what was Birds? That? Birds, yeah, Bursing, Brian McKnight, whatever yeah. shit's called. Yeah, that's that's shit you gotta do. That's you gotta come. Hard. That was his commercial. Yeah, commercial for sure, bro. Yeah, and I'm mad he didn't win anything. Cardi B won over him. That's all. We're gonna talk about the Grammys in a little bit, but like Yo, they be, they be bugging is, that makes out. No sense, they be bugging bro. the fuck out. It makes no sense. Not yeah. yet, but um, social media is definitely uh, some something in this generation that uh, has definitely made the game different. I think that yep. um, it makes it easier uh, for like I think new artists, mm-hmm. you know, because just because you can put like a song out and where millions of people could view it, like right. you know, if they want to, you know, before you had to go out there, you had to give niggas your right. tape, you had to go meet people. So I think it's it's made it easier mm-hmm. for like niggas to like stay home. And get famous, I guess. Yeah, it's way easy. Because you got, like you said, you got the whole live, like, whole live shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got the YouTubes. You yeah. have TikTok. You have the Instagrams. And you have the Facebook videos and stuff like that. It's so much easier. Like, before, when's the last time you seen an album being advertised on TV? 
oh yeah, oh yeah, you're right. Damn. The last, yo, I lie to you not. The last advertisement I saw was Tiger. Tiger's album. Tiger's album before Taste, before that shit. He had, he was. It was the album with him. I think it was called California. I just know it was a big ass tiger on the front, and he was standing there. Wow. Damn, I didn't even peep that. Mind you, that was 20, 2013, 2014, bro. It's crazy. Everything's social media now. That shit is wild. But at the same time, I think it, it makes it harder for artists, too, just because you have you have so much exposure to music. Like, there's you can listen to whoever you want, you know? Like So exactly. I, I think it's definitely harder because there's so much music out there. You don't know where to get to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I see that with myself sometimes, too, because I'll see, like, I would download mad music and forget that I downloaded mm-hmm. so much music because the next day somebody else just dropped something and I get addicted and I'm like oh shit I was like wait yo didn't I just for real you know what I'm saying it's crazy like all these streaming platforms they have like literally all the old music mm-hmm. and then you know like people would like you'll get like three new albums in a week you know and it'll be right. like oh yeah, this is fire but then two weeks later you'll be like damn you, you I need more music <laughs> like yeah it's, it's insane. Hey, it sucks, bro, because you can't really... Like, nowadays, you really can't live with it. You know what I'm saying? It's either, okay, I like it, I like it, I don't like it, all right, cool, what's next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that sucks. That sucks, sucks ass. It sucks, definitely for the artists. Because I'm like, damn, I wonder if people do that with my music, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Or I'm pretty sure they do, but it's just like... That's nah. why it's definitely hard to, like, only a few people can, like... Back in the day, you know, you drop an album or like a mixtape, and then like you know you wait a year, like you Word. tour at that point, and then mm-hmm. then you, the next one. You can't do you can't do that now unless unless you're like Kendrick Lamar or some shit. Word. Now it's like yeah, you drop a tape, okay. Three months later, yo, where, where, where you the at? music? At? Where you at, bro? <laughs> you feel me? You, you got to keep like your name out there constantly, you know. Word. So yeah, it's, it's definitely crazy now. That, that, that's wild. The game's definitely different. It sucks, bro. But I'm gonna still do it. <laughs> I'm gonna still do it. <laughs> Uh, so, so we were talking about the Grammys. Right. They just released, uh, the Grammy nominations for 2020. Uh, Did you see them? Yeah. Okay, so, I can see... Wait, they had some good ones. I ain't gonna lie. They had a couple good ones. They had some good ones. But I can see that they're gonna fuck up a couple of them. Uh, so let's start with, uh, Record of the Year. Uh, you know, you got Bon Iver. That was a good album. Billie Eilish. Good album. It's a good album. Uh, Ariana Grande. I heard it was good. It, it was all right. It was all right. Uh, her. I was surprised to see her on here for record. I day. never got to. I didn't see. That's another one. I downloaded mm-hmm. it, but couldn't get to it. Yeah, I mean, it's so much music, bro. Word. It, it was solid, though. Khalid, Lizzo. Uh, Yo, she came out of nowhere. She came out of left field, bro. Came out of nowhere. I was like, all right. Who the fuck is this? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Sunflower, Post Malone, and Sway Lee. I don't, I don't think I've heard that. I probably have heard it, but I don't know the name. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a cool song. It's a little Sun to Smoke, too. And Old Town Road. Oh, see, right there. Off the back. Old Town Road, Record of the Year? Right, yes. You think so? Yes. So. Bro, he went 10 times platinum. He did, he did. It was definitely uh, the song. Oh my god! Like, I don't want to give it's it to smash. him. It's a smash. But it's it, it's there. It's it, there. It, it happened. I could see that shit winning too. Like, who who's who did who's the last artist that did that? Soldier Boy. And how long ago <laughs> was that? It was like oh one. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? It, it's crazy. I think it's crazy that um, 
He came out of left field. Too. He really came out of left field, man. Like and like that shit was on the country charts at one point. And they took that and shit they took off. It off. I think it's a country song. It I don't is, think yeah, it's a rap yeah. song. I think it's nah, a country that's, song. That's definitely a country song. And then you got Billy Ray on it. It's, yo, that's oh, yeah. the countryest you could ever get. Unless you get Tim McGraw on it. <laughs> oh, for real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anything with Tim McGraw is a country song. If it's a trap beat, Tim McGraw is on it, it's a country song. I don't care what you say. Um, I'm glad that they didn't put Old Town Road on uh, for Best Rap Album. For like his his whole... See, yeah, yeah. See, that's that would have been a little OD. Yeah, that would have been OD. I would have put him like... I don't know if they have it, but like alternative or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they do have alternative. I don't think they had Lil Nas X though. Gotcha. Oh no, 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 no. They have like James Blake. James Blake's album is. You listen to James Blake? I didn't get to it. That shit was fire. Right, I would definitely I check it out. Bon Iver again. Yeah, I can see that. Best rap song. They got Chance, Bad Idea, mm. uh, Gold Roses with Drake and Rick Ross. I thought that track was. Mm. It was I. It was yeah, just yeah, I. Yeah, it was. It, it was a Rick Ross and Drake Drake track. Drake ain't really had no bangers this year, which is which is kind of weird to me. Did he have any bangers? Nah, right? Not really. Money in the Grave was the closest, and like that was I. Yeah, that that was my shit for a minute. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. He had that. Well, I won't say it was a it was a banger, like to go crazy, but it it hit. Yeah, it was it, it was tough. I like that and the little Top Boy joint he made. Yeah, yeah, that was tough. That, that was tough. tough. Uh, what else? A lot. Twenty One Savage again. Twenty One Savage and Cole. Nah, okay, a lot went crazy. That was fire. I'm not gonna lie. That 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 was one of the first. Uh, that was like one of the first songs J Cole hopped on. So niggas yeah. were like, damn. Yeah, that song went crazy. Yeah, Cole definitely was went crazy with the with the being featured on songs and shit this year. Oh yeah, he he took over. Uh, was it this was it this year? Yeah. Or last year? It was this year. It was this year, right? Yeah, he went crazy. This he was going crazy and shook. The baby had a crazy ass year. The baby, bro, he been out for a minute, which mm-hmm. is the crazy part. Cause I remember when I was in North Carolina, he went to uh, I forgot what festival it was, but he was out there in a whole baby like diaper, just walking oh, around. Word? Yeah. So he been out in a minute. So all you see is this buff motherfucker in a big ass diaper just walking around like yo, it's good with you and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? This has been his year though. Definitely, bro. Like last year was Travis's year. This this is the baby. The, the baby took like the baby came crazy this year. Crazy, especially because I know how that North Carolina scene is, and like everything he said about how hard it is, definitely is pure truth, bro. Yeah, pure truth. Yeah, uh, yeah. So hopefully, I I mean I think they did a high job with the uh, best new artist. Billie Eilish is in there. She's probably gonna win, honestly. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad either. Lizzo's in there too. She might win. I don't, yeah, I still don't know where Lizzo came from. I just want to know where she came from. She's from Detroit. Word? Wow, I would have never guessed. Me neither. I would have never guessed. All right. She she tough. She's from Detroit. All right, all right, Lizzo. She tough. Check you out. But Lil Nas X in there too. She might. He, he might. He might. He might take that new that new artist. He might take that. I have a feeling Lil Nas X is like not a one hit wonder, but like we won't hear him. Mm, yeah, unless he like comes crazy with like, like some real country or like whatever he wants to do. I don't know. I don't know why, but I like Panini. Panini was cool. I liked the the record with uh with Cardi B. Which one was that? Rodeo. Oh, Is that oh, shit went crazy. Yeah, 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 the beat was crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty dope. I think he needs to stay in that lane. Like I, I think that he needs to stay out of like kind of like alternative lane. True. Well, he's you gotta think about it. He's still like eighteen. 
he's super young. So going into this new decade is going to be like... I could be wrong. He could just be like the next like... I don't even want to say it, but like he could be like that, like that nigga for like the next ten years. True, he could be like the new black Justin Bieber. For yeah, for real. You, you, know you never saying? know. So he he still got a lot of years. He can like literally take two years off, learn. He could milk like, this old time shit for a yo, long for sure. time. For sure, long ass time. No, yeah. Hopefully they don't fuck it up. I'm surprised. Oh yeah, Beyonce is there. Spirits. Uh, Lion King. The Lion King. I King forgot soundtrack. that was this shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, she gonna win a couple for that. Yeah. She can win a couple for that. Nah, yeah, hopefully they don't fuck up though, like they usually do. They probably are. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's how they always are. But ah, uh, but thanks for coming up, bro. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem, big dog. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Um, I've been following you for like a minute, and then like I just like came across like your music from your story, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, yeah, shit, fire, bro. Yeah, I appreciate. I hit you, this bro. dude up. Uh, so um, you want to plug anything before we go? Um. This Friday, uh, Druggy Buddies will be re-uploaded for you guys to listen to and just, you know, go crazy. Uh, anything else I got going on? Uh, oh, me and Fuzz got some, I don't know, y'all know Fuzz Rico? You know Fuzz Rico? Nah, I don't. Well, she's a native from New Jersey, and she's mm-hmm. doing big things out in Cali. Shout out to her. But we got something in the works. Word. And that shit is about to go stupid. Word. You know what I'm saying? Go stream all my boys' music. Yeah. Every platform, all that shit. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to That's No Podcast. Make sure you guys check out past episodes on GoBrave.org. Coming soon to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure you go subscribe to Juicebox TV on YouTube for other dope content. Uh, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace. <laughs>